0: Don't give me that heavy sigh, Phoebe. I know my recording value can be mediocre. That's why I'm gonna pause right now. Okay, just running to the restroom, grabbing a Diamond Mountain Dew, and uh, you know, be back in two minutes. Okay. So, in the short form that I am most known for speaking, the data points are like this. I never found meaning, I never found stability, I never found purpose, I never found companionship, I never found truth, I never found destiny, I never found God, I never found peace. I found that I got along better with dogs and with humans, I found that I could spend a week in nature by myself and think I had just now started the journey that should last the rest of my life. And yet I desperately wanted the approval of other people. But at some point I felt like regardless of what you might think of me today, you didn't know me from the rest of my life. And I know that's a paradox we all bring to every situation, no matter what, we can't help but drag everything our life has has meant, has been, has experienced, has worked and not worked out into this moment. But this moment, the only reflection of that, the only sensibility of that is mine. It's in my head. It's all me. And nobody, I am meeting for the first time looks at me and thinks hey coward Um, self-loathing quitter Um, I'm gonna guess that you are mostly full of shit but hard to figure out that it is that way Nope that's that's month 5 through 11 but no months one through four well yeah, I can, I can sing a song with the best of them. Well, no, I mean, I can, I can spin a yarn. I can weave a, sir, do you weave a tail? Hello, universe. Happy weekend. It is Friday night, the 1st of April. The time is nine eleven. Of course it is. Nine one one, I mean it's nine one one. No, it's nine eleven. Whatever. It's nine eleven PM <clears throat> because at nine eleven AM I was a friggin' work Like a good American. I pledge allegiance to the dollar that buys me dog food and kitty litter Okay, um <clears throat> Yeah, yesterday was um was my other first day of work today was my first actual eight hour shift of work which included being um available to haul paver stones and sacks of rocks around i really wasn't expecting that kind of physical and uh so i got wiped out i came home and fell asleep i got home sometime around three it's now well, it's now 9.12, but um, I got a good five hours of sleep in there somewhere because I have uh, I've been up for a little bit here, enough to eat a Pop-Tart or two. Yay, go nutrition. But <clears throat> the point is, yesterday I, um, I found out about that uh, Will Smith incident at the Academy Awards and uh I hadn't <clears throat> I hadn't seen past the first 45 minutes, less than an hour. and uh so, in my lack of communication with the world, hadn't found out about it till yesterday. And when I was uh, looking for something else, I came across that incident and then from there forward, it ruptured the rest of my... <laughs> train of attention, which is discouraging, obviously, but it was um, it was what I will put as the second half of this recording, and I do this only because the 25th recording, I was committed to discussing a situation that I think a conspiracy theory out there is true, and I didn't want to get into that one yet without finishing up some of the... Um, Some of my reaction to the dullard work I did previously, trying to brighten that up. I feel like I'm behind, had to get some things done before I tackled something that was episodic and something I don't want to ignore, but I don't want it to be the next episode before I got some of these things discussed, including the idea that we can oftentimes think what we know to be insightful um, would somehow always be insightful to somebody else. And here's a simple example. When I was dealing with um, my dog and cat, having a little territorial issue, all of because of the cat, it's always because of the cat, but because I tend to favor... Phoebe is the underdog in that situation, though I know Phoebe's not the underdog, but she never ever is the aggressor and she never ever even is the reactor. She just takes whatever the cat dishes out. So when I know hostile cat is hiding behind the space heater, as Phoebe walks in the room, I warn her that she might want to be aware that Kitty's over there. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a second. Like my dog doesn't know where the freaking cat is. I mean, seriously, my dog has so much more sensory awareness of exactly what's going on with the cat that me telling her that is almost the sort of information that she has to look at me as if to say, Okay, why are you telling me that? What, what, in what way? Are you giving me the redundancy of information from your lower sensory perspective on it anyhow? And in, are you mocking me? Is this a joke? Or do you, do you know something I don't? Have my senses broken? I mean, it is such a useless insight of mine to deliver to her that I almost had to check myself and think, well, how often am I doing that to the universe? where I think I'm oh-so-clever and with it and caught up on something that I'm going to somehow change your world by showing you, only to have you go, (laughs) okay, yeah, been there, done that, and you're thinking this is innovative because... Uh, yeah. And I do think sometimes the rhythmic way that I'm seeing the world now, it might just be a pattern of observation everybody else has been privy to. And I've been working with some sort of direct linear laser-like vector orientation that never allowed me to see that there were in fact cycles of energy, rhythms of both potential and Uh, realization that were bigger than A to B, and then A to B again, then A to B again, and then A to B again, and then A to B again. No, it's in fact A all the way to Z, then back through the alphabet backward, then back through it again, uppercase, then back through it again in Swahili, and then back through it again. I mean... I don't know what the pattern is. I just now see that there is... Um, it, <laughs> it's as if there's just a halo of activity that the whole structure of our our direct action in the 3D universe creates that is leaving marks at least in real time in both your immediate circumstance and the one that's influencing about to happen. Now I don't know how far that influential sphere is available to be known into next week, into next year, into next hour. But I know you can see it in the in the immediate of the people around you. And I say this because The most fascinating thing about going back to work at a place I've worked at before, and in fact, for the most part, did a good job, just had enough of a time issue regarding my punching clock time to eventually have to be let go. But it did take two years of chronic lateness. (laughs) Embarrassingly chronic lateness. For them to finally say, "Look, that's enough," so to go back into this environment, I'm well liked. I've even been shopping there off and on since uh, they decided to part ways with me. So I, I've always at least been at, on congenial terms, but being back now, I, <laughs> I can see the people, I, and 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 there are two things that work here. So let me, I can see the people there in a completely different way and in including the um, disruptive nature of some of them that I never understood. And now I do. And I'm not going to speak to any individuals, but it's not disruptive as I was perceiving it. Because now I see who they are and how their adjustment since I've been gone and back shows me what the disruption uh, mechanism that was in play no longer exists. And it's like they're a different person. Okay, so maybe they've just grown up in the job and are, are settling down. That's what I thought at first. But it's different. Like there's a, they're, they're more influential in a positive regard. Okay, so they've learned how to be better at their job. Well, maybe, but before their entire aura was one of, of chaos and, and conflict. And now it's one of, of uh, cooperative uh, uh, ascension. Literally, it's a 180. And there's, there's many people who... Again, if I were to perceive auras from, say, bright green greatness to bright red uh, anti-socialness, I believe I might have been muffling the microphone, so, John, stop. If, If that's the case, I suck. All right. Everyone now is bright green. Well, shades of green, but green. Okay, so then I've changed, right? Maybe. I mean, clearly, clearly, clearly. I'm not downplaying that part. But have I changed that now I'm seeing the world in green light fashion? And I was always seeing the world in red light fashion. But how? Like, or was it that now I'm seeing how I'm fitting into their positionings and it's all green light? I'm not bringing conflict anymore. That I knew was inevitably ready to go. Maybe that, I mean, that explanation at least makes the most sense. That I knew I was vibrationally off and eventually... That meant every aura around me was red because I was going to fail. But to come back into a situation where I know I didn't fail. I just was... I needed a three and a half year time out. Right, Phoebe? Phoebe needs a nap. Oh, no, she doesn't. She's getting one. But... The the fact is, I've had that aura with everyone except my one conflict at my last place of work. And it was clear as day that that aura was not green. (laughs) Like, it was clear. But all the other auras there were. And I don't mean that I'm walking around seeing some sort of disc of influence circling everyone's feet like some video game. I just mean that your interactions with them The influence you get both to and from how you leave each other is positive or negative. And if it's always both positive, then the green around you just continues to intensify. Because you continue to both gain from the interaction. So not only do you look forward to and anticipate good things from the interaction, but by having that energy going in, you continue to produce it. Well, I never really had that when I was there before. And clearly I know it was my fault. But again, I didn't do anything to change. But I can see clearly how things are different with exactly the same circumstances. <laughs> I mean, it's like if you need reinforcement that whatever's happened worked And is working. Well, maybe that was the point of my NPC interaction at my last job that got me out of there. Was that I wasn't going to recognize the significance that a change from within has produced in otherwise pretty favorable circumstances. I didn't go back to this job because I didn't like it. I mean, I don't like any job, so let's be fair. <laughs> but that's because like I'd rather not be working. But I, I admit that I do have to work, so this is good for me. I was fine with this. But it's turned out to be the sort of insight of, wow, I'm in a completely new universe from having changed myself enough to start elevating my relationships all around me. And here is a litmus test that I can't deny. Okay, so it's only been two training days, so two four-hour shifts at a computer with some bathroom breaks and one shift on the floor. Yep. But it's been a whole lot of people coming back and saying, not just good to see you, but... more like, uh, um, I don't know. More like, they know it's going to work. Like, I don't know how to put it when I can feel circumstances are working out for everybody I'm around. But, especially the three people with whom I had the most contact today, I just could tell that the next six months with them are going to be great, so if there's no other outcome that this more available, more forgiving, more kind, and more understanding version of myself has noticed well it's it's in. These moments where I can't help but see from A to B how many things have changed for the good and the one variable in there that can't be looked at as anything other than the reason is me and uh, I'm I'm just <laughs> I'm just excited optimistic And frankly, for the first time ever, in love with my life and where it's at it. So, I know for a lot of people that would sound crazy, considering the obstacles I'm still going to climb to get where I want to be. But all I've ever wanted to do was feel like the work I was doing had purpose. And, I I mean... I know there will be days that will feel like way more purpose was realized than today. But today was like three and a half years of proven recovery, showing that potential realized is now all green lit. Well, for that, I now will subject you to my dad tribe about Will Smith and what a dick he was. I mean, he was a dick, right? Good thing I'm not ending with that because he was a dick. Hey, Universe. Do me a favor, will you? Will you uh, Google how to keep your dog from snoring incessantly during your audible recordings? Is this an audible recording? It's an audio recording. Well, that woke her up. Okay, having converted that From stereo to mono, there should potentially be a difference. Um, My ongoing challenge to come up with some sort of recording settings that are preferred, consistent. Whoa. All right. I mean, why do I burp so much when I start a podcast? Podcast? Uh, All right. I'm throwing all this shit at the end because it doesn't belong at the beginning. It's just frustration for anybody listening. Not that anyone is. I know nobody is. But I'm saying, I don't want to stumble and... (laughs) and pointlessly wander because I never ever hit record in that circumstance. In fact, oftentimes I hit record because... There's so much I have to sequentially get out of my mouth that I got to hit record. And then I immediately start talking about snore remedies for dogs. It's just ludicrous. All right, universe. You got me. You got my dog snoring. That's distracting me. You got the um, clutter of recorded moments that I'm shamefully sharing at the end of this instead of the beginning, so as not to put you off if you are some random listener stumbling into my universe. Well, if that's who you are, i uh, it's the 31st of March, so happy last day of March, happy almost April. Tomorrow's April Fool's Day. I have thought of no shenanigans for April Fool's. As a matter of fact, there's a holiday that I should totally be into that I don't know if I've ever celebrated more than twice. And by that, only taking advantage of something that offered itself in real time because it happens to be the first. It's not like I've ever come into the first with a coordinated attack of pranky goodness, although I would say that would be something that I would consider making a national holiday of of some repute if I were to be made king of the world, because a little bit of practical joking whether it be you instigating the joke or you receiving the joke, as long as it's done with in good nature and with all targets and and um, and personal implications stripped from the process, well, let a case of eggs fall on my head or whatever you can come up with and. Let me be a big enough person to laugh in the moment, but what qualifies as a practical joke versus what qualifies as a straight up assault is, (laughs) that is not a slippery slope. I had no idea what happened at the Oscars. I did watch the first like 45 minutes of it with my mom, but I can only take so much of those shows before I really do need to let them go. And I don't mean to be a snob about award shows because until seven, ten years ago, I not only watched them, but I would wager with a friend of mine in New Hampshire, friendly wager, nothing of any consequence, but we would actually go through, make our picks, send them back and forth, and see who could... Predict the most successful Oscar winners this is when I still went to see movies. <clears throat> well, actually, kind of not. It's kind of what it <clears throat> was the dangling thread of I still like the Oscars right um even though I haven't seen any of these movies. I don't know what to pick here. well, I'll pick dune um, the 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 moment that The moment that you can see his pace. And I speak of Will Smith in his reaction to what Chris Rock had to say. Which, I'm 100% against Will Smith in this scenario. But I know Will Smith broke. Like, Will Smith's been broken for a while. I'm not sure what broke him or when it happened. But Will Smith is where I'd have been if I'd have been in the wrong enabled circumstances to get the wrong circumference of influence to put me in a position to do what I think is maybe the dumbest thing I've ever seen someone do. I really... If you have a shameful moment, more shameful than what Will Smith did to Chris Rock, all variables under consideration especially the circumstance in which it occurred. (laughs) It It is a troubling sign. I will say that much. Because what has for 30 years been building into a moment of true reckoning is this counterfeit culture we've been living in that has churned out Too many people living not as themselves. And I put Will Smith on the pedestal as example A of our current society's most not-living-as-himself person, Mr. Will Smith. And it could be that Jada Pinkett Smith deserves to be ahead of him in line. She certainly deserves to be if nothing else, bringing him a a milkshake blended in comeuppance. <laughs> um, it's taken me a long time to see the <clears throat> the uh, <laughs> the. Abusive? Is that what it is? I'm having a hard time figuring out how to quantify the level of disregard and disdain Hollywood has in general for humanity. They have taken what we are the most prone to as a species storytelling coupled with vibrant imagery we're talking about the most manipulative medium ever known to mankind and they've turned it into superheroes and schadenfreude and for a different letter of alliteration let's pull what k out of the no not k don't make me all right k it is they have reduced our favorite <laughs> um, uh, canoodling, In, they've knifed it into Kit Kats and Cluster Fox. <laughs> ah. If Hollywood had a soul, we wouldn't be here. And I feel for Will Smith, I really do. I mean, I feel for Chris Rock, but let's face it, Chris Rock's going to forever be the guy who took the punch nobody ever thought was coming and did it with enough presence To maintain the show, he's gonna have no. He will become somebody who gets to speak about inappropriate eruptions from here forward. Get Chris Rock on the line. (laughs) Let's let's talk to Chris about what it's like to experience emotional outbursts. Because didn't he get slapped on stage? Isn't that who I'm thinking of? Who slapped him again? Conan? Oh no no no! It was Will Smith. Will Smith, Prince, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Why'd he slap him? Hmm. I wonder if we'll get to that point with this. Because regardless of the incident, and yeah, okay, the veneer of, of any kind of magic that actors represent in our culture, if it didn't snake its way off the rails last night, well... Than it had done it years ago. Last night, and I have no other way of thinking of this. Last night, this this is the Oscars, Sunday night, whatever. Whenever the Oscars were, which is I think five days ago, the. And obviously I couldn't, I could not care less. I didn't know this had happened until an hour ago when I opened up my uh, New Pipe Legacy app. To go try to find a Brian Forrester video about uh, Human and somewhere else, that's a place I can't think of, with that big wall rock face. What's the name of that place? <laughs> well, going to look for that. What do I run into? But bah, 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 every freaking video is Will Smith, Will Smith, Will Smith, I thought he died. Oh, no. What did he do? He got in a fight with Chris Rock? At the Oscars? Oh, he bitch slapped Chris Rock. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. It is what happens when you are culturally combusting. We cannot contain the cacophony of our cultural collision of inconsequence. There is nothing of value in America anymore. Nothing. Nobody feels like they have a life of significance in a fulfilled internally and radiant from within There's... Who's our saguru in this country? Who in this country looks like somebody who has gone through the muck and has their shit together? I don't know. I don't even know if if recording now is smart. I don't think it is. But how about we just don't think about how broken we are at large. But... I'll tell you this much, if this doesn't prove exactly why I need to put a freaking picnic table and two chairs up that says offering kindness, understanding, and forgiveness, well, I think Will Smith just proved my point. If you're going to live in a world that's going to be... Nothing but a competition to see who's got the most to throw in the game to achieve an outcome that, once you realize it, well, who didn't dream of at least some point in their life winning the Oscar? And the best actor goes to, and best, best picture is the life of John best director John best actor John as John best supporting actor John no we gave that one to Daryl <sighs> the night you win the best Oscar and you want to talk about surreal I I can't really watch the the assault I did watch it once that's enough. Will Smith assaulted Chris Rock on live television at the most pristine night of pomp and circumstance Hollywood has to offer itself. I just... I don't understand what Will Smith thought this moment meant. Was he so out of control? Did did somebody have... Uh, uh, being John Malkovich thing going on but it was acting as Will Smith tonight will be who who's that irascible unpredictable Mike Tyson back in his Robin Givens days wait Robin Givens was that her name Mm, boy there's some who knows Mandela Effect? It it reminded me of the level of brutality, and that's not a fair word. It reminded me of the same violent initiative that it was to watch. Um, uh, who was the Baltimore Ravens running back who punched his girlfriend in the elevator? talk about an image you don't want on television and it's uh, oh, I can't think of his name. That was when I was playing fantasy or was it maybe it was after that. Anyway, it was a shocking um, sign of physical dominance. So was this he and, and he and he slapped him what I he must have gotten up there to go punch him out, right? He had to have. Will Smith's not getting up to bitch-slap Chris Rock on television. I've been slapped twice, and I've honestly slapped someone once. And I think the interesting thing about being slapped is you hear it more than you feel it. It's like the loudness comes from somebody slapping your face right next to your ear. This is a sound you've probably never heard that close to your face unless you've actually had your face hit in some other way. But being slapped is like being clapped on the cheek. Your ear's right there. Believe me, you hear it more than you feel it. And then you sort of feel it, but because you get hit in your cheek, unless there's some metal involved, I don't see how that can sting for more than a second or two. It's just, it's like getting spanked. It's the perfect place to get hit, especially with an open palm. My my digression here is, being slapped twice was obviously not a situation that I was asking to to participate in. But one of the times I certainly deserved it, and the other time, meh, let's just say that I didn't feel it was... Certainly appropriate, but never would I have been triggered to respond. You know, it's just, it's a moment of, of somebody having so little room to communicate that they are leaving you with an exclamation point. And where in any of this Does Will Smith's process make sense? It's as if Jada Pinkett Smith had a mind control gun that she was using on Will Smith to act out an unjust frustration toward Chris Rock. The joke was mild. Is there room for misinterpretation and thus a slight of, of my pride and my woman and all that shit? which I'm not trying to dismiss because I think there's real value there. And I think there's definite value for standing up for the people you love, especially if you think that there is a line being crossed in relation to them. Can that trigger you into a moment of even, I don't even know what I was thinking reaction? Of course it can. I mean, what do you think crimes of passion are? But there, there this is... This is the Oscars. You're nominated for Best Actor, if not the favorite, if not going to win the award. If you don't think a couple of jokes are coming your way to the one of the most visible families to the point I know that kid's name is... Uh, what is that kid's name? Uh, uh, Smith. Uh, Smith. I can't remember. Anyway, I can picture him and he's got a sister and they, and like... They make out with each other on Oprah or something. I mean, at some point, you have jumped the shark of your own existence. You think you're a movie role. You think there's a script written that you're playing the part. Which, ironically, is true. But it's it's not something you arrive at through insecurity self-loathing and the veneer of a hollywood life now you come to understand the role you're playing by looking inside and figuring out who you really are and how that timelessness fits into this 3d reality that's the role and believe me it doesn't make you bitch slap chris rock on stage Maybe this is good for everyone. Maybe, maybe this is enough of a moment of reckoning, especially for Hollywood, to look at themselves and say, okay, we just had, unless this is all scripted, by the way, which it could be. I'm not in any way saying this couldn't all just be horseshit. Just made up for the moment. Will Smith's greatest acting job ever. The quivering lip of... And I would like to apologize to everybody but Chris Rock. I don't know. Maybe he apologized to Chris Rock on stage. If he did, I didn't see it. And I didn't see him apologize to anybody but the Academy and maybe the people in the room. But whatever. Whatever. It is a moment that... (sighs) why Okay, why it scares me and why it gives me hope. It scares me because here is somebody who, as our culture reveres success, has achieved some of the most successful outcomes possible for a life lived by American consumerism culture values. Will Smith is up there with Eddie Murphy and um, Samuel Jackson, and who am I leaving off the list of truly most successful black men in Hollywood? He's on the list, if not number one. Like, and and he's so unhappy with his circumstances that he bitch slapped Chris Rock on stage on live TV at the Oscars on the 91 Best Actor. It, You couldn't write this in a fictional sketch because it's too absurd for the public to buy into. And And what I will say is I noticed how quiet and hopefully self-reflective the entire rest of the room was at that moment and from there on I would assume because you could hear a freaking pin drop and when he laid it in with the profanity it was as if not only am I broken but somebody needs to come and put me away and that scares the shit out of me because Will Smith lost it He did it in a way that nobody got hurt, beyond pride, ego, and circumstance of whatever the courts want to wring out of this. But he lost it. One of the most successful stories in American culture. Can't keep his shit together the night he's being presented with an award that is the pinnacle of his career. Scares the shit out of me. Or because we finally have evidence that we are breaking from within. What is that noise? I wonder if that's recording. I hope so. Oh, my God, I hope so. I mean, it sounds... There's no way that somebody's vehicle. Hang on. Oh, well, I guess we'll see if it's on the recording. Um, <clears throat> all right, intermission. No, wait. Why does it give me hope? Because... Hollywood, on its most important night, where it is inconceivable that a rupture from within would be the story, well, if that's not a rupture from within, if that's not the patient screaming out, I don't know how to ask for help, but I'm in desperate need of a, an intervention offering kindness, understanding, and forgiveness. It's what I do.